the icons of real estate podcast. Are you ready to learn the proven money-making secrets from top producing icon agents? Ready to skyrocket your business? This podcast is for you. Tune in every week with your host, Tomasz Fonseca, and find out how to implement proven strategies to 10 times your business. From $3 million to $30 million in just 12 months. Brought to you by the Masters in Real Estate Marketing, Ardor SEO. Welcome to the Icons of Real Estate. I'm Tim Calloway. We have a very special guest for you today, Sharon Von Holt. Sharon, it shows investors like you how to build profitable probate investing businesses, create marketing plans that generate a steady stream of leads month after month, and most importantly, how to build that brand. She's a regular contributor to REI Wealth Magazine, has written over 150 articles for the Bigger Pockets blog, and she's the host of her own podcast, Let's Talk Real Estate Invested. Sharon, welcome to the Icons of Real Estate podcast. Well, thank you for having me, Tim. I'm excited to be here. Fantastic. So let's start at the beginning. Um, you know, people are always interested. How did you get started? You know, where where did where did this come from, and and and, and what's where where were you going with it? Well, you know, early on, my dad was a general contractor, so I got dragged along on job sites, and which is where my love of real estate came from. And I tell people I was the oldest and by default, the most well-behaved of four children. So <laughs> I was the one they got to go. But fast forward uh, years later, you know, I spent some time, I worked in the medical field for a long time. And then I, I kept going back to something construction. So I opened, uh, owned and operated a home inspection company for 17 years. And it was during that time about, Oh, seven or eight years in that, uh, you know, we worked with a lot of realtors. So during that time, I met a lot of realtors and one of them came that to me that day to the office and said, do you want to go to a RIA meeting? And I said something like, what's a RIA meeting? And uh, so I went to my first ever real estate investors association meeting. And uh, that was in 1998. And I pretty much go every time since then, you know, every meeting. Wow. I just, I just loved real estate investing. It was really my first um, way that I knew you did not have to be a realtor to work in real estate investing. Right. I had no idea uh, prior to that time, but that's what how I ended up in real estate investing. And about uh, you know what happened in two thousand ten, two thousand eleven. Oh. Um, closed the, you know, the whole, the, I like to say in real estate, the whole world was on sale, but I closed the home inspection business. And the, it was 2008, actually, when I went full time uh, in real estate. And then, uh, so that that's what I've done ever since is just real estate investing and, and segued over to the blog, the podcast and to teaching other people, which has really become my passion. Right. If you're passionate about something, especially something giving back, and I know that's a big part of it for most of us, giving back to the community that 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 maybe you know catapulted us to where we are now. It's a great feeling, you know. It is. It's that for others mentality that I think gets us up in the morning, right? Um, right. And, and and keeps us going. So let's talk about uh, probate investing. You know uh, what? You know for the novice, what is it? Uh, and for the expert, how can they get better at it? Well, this is so interesting because. I did not have any idea there was such a thing as probate investing until 2008. 
I had been investing a full decade before I discovered probates. Okay. And when I did, Tim, no one was working in the niche of probates. So probate is a process. It's a legal process that happens when someone passes away and they have property, they have assets. There is a process that uh, whereby this property in most cases will be sold. If it's not willed to directly to someone or there's not something on the deed or a trust or something like that, if it ends up in probate, it's going to have to be sold. And that is a golden opportunity for anyone in real estate. If you're an agent and you're not working probates, boy, are you missing the boat. I work it on the investor side and we get to help a lot of people. Now, if you look at the process, there are over 3,300 counties in the U.S. I want to say that each one is a little bit different, mm -hmm. but by and large, they're all the same. It's a very straight line process. Someone passes away, either an executor has been named in the will or the court will appoint an administrator. That person is the decision maker. And that's what you need to understand. So the estate's opened. This uh, choosing of the decision maker, appointing the formal uh, paperwork that goes along with that uh, is taken care of. And then the property in an estate can be sold. People are under the mistaken impression that you have to wait till something is over. But actually, it's pretty early on, kind of toward the middle when the property sold. Once the property sold, that and all the other assets in the estate are sold. The creditors are paid and the heirs get what is left and then the estate is closed. So you can see that if you were an heir and you stood to inherit from an estate, you'd be pretty motivated to get that property sold because sure. you don't get what you're getting until the very bottom of that, uh, that process. But people get hung up on the fact that they think it's creepy or we're taking advantage of people. And that is a mindset I want to change today. We are able to help so many people that are left with distressed properties or in some cases they're properties that will be listed, but they need our help and they, they have a problem. They have to take care of the business of settling the estate. And that's what it is, the business. Yeah. So when we can jump in there and we can help them move on with their lives, that's what we're really helping them do. They've got this enormous job dumped in their lap on top of their families. Maybe they have children, they have careers, jobs, and they've got this big, enormous job of settling this estate and cleaning out this house. And that's where we help. Uh, we help them. I'm not kidding, Tim. I've gotten more hugs at probate closings than any other type oh, of closings wow. on it. They are so grateful that you, that they can just move on. They can move forward. Yeah. It definitely seems like, uh, you know, it's one of those events that we all go through in our life that some, most of us go through, and then something is basically handed to you that mm -hmm. you weren't prepared to deal with, uh, good, bad, or indifferent, you know, and I, I can imagine that, that folks are, are pretty relieved uh, to have that taken care of and, and probably off their plate with everything else that's probably going on mm -hmm. with the passing of a loved one or someone that they know. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, and understand that these people, in, the, in general, investors think that they're going to be in the middle of this whole uh, thing where people are grieving and sad and all of that. And they are definitely sad, but people don't open the estate tomorrow or next week. 
It might be right. months. It might even be up to a year. So when they open the estate, people always ask me, when should I start marketing to them? When they open the estate, they're raising their hand and they're saying, I'm ready to move forward with the sale of the property. Right. So that is your calling card. Now you asked me about beginners and experienced investors right. and for beginners, I have a ton of tr free training on my blog. Of course, I also have a course, which we'll talk about later. But if you, it doesn't matter really if you've only done a couple of deals or you've done a lot of deals. You can do this. And as long as you can talk to sellers like we're talking today, it's mm -hmm. just a conversation. There's nothing strange about it. Remember, they, they have to sell this property. So they're anxious to talk to you. And I like to tell people to, when you go to a property, well, let's back up a little bit. So your first touch should start with your mail piece, very specific mail piece you should be sending to these people. It should not be a postcard. You should not knock on their door. You should not cold call them. Trust me, they don't want to hear from you in, right. in that way. Mm -hmm. um, but you want to send them a professional looking letter, uh, like a white letter, a mail merge letter that says, dear Tim, not dear dear executor or dear, right. it's got to be tailored to them. So building this rapport starts with your mail piece. When you talk to them on the phone, you just talk to them and say, um, I'd like to help you solve your problem here. And then you set up an appointment to go look at the property. If it seems like something that you could, what you would be interested in. But once you get to the property, this is where people get all hung up. They think I'm going to have to talk about the death of this person. It, it's not going to work that way. There, You just go to the property and you introduce yourself and you look around and you'll know who has passed away because it will be in the notice. If it's your mom, let's say it's their mom. Mm -hmm. You walk in the door and you say, well, tell me, tell me about the property and they'll start to tell you about how they grew up there and they had all their wow. Christmases there. Yeah. And you just need to be a really good listener. Now, maybe you'll look around and see that the uh, there are cookbooks and you might say something. I call them conversation starters. Was your mom the cook or golf clubs? Was your dad the golfer? Mm -hmm. Or look for a visual clue to start the conversation and wow. then just let them talk. Yeah. So it's a very organic, natural process. And then you'll know when it's right to say, uh, would you like to show me around the property? It really is just that simple. Wow. So I'll ask, you had mentioned going to the property and and, and how to uh, segue into conversations and looking mm -hmm. for those pieces. Is it a localized business or with the advent of technology, has it become more, you know, you know if, I, if I'm looking to, to get into this program, I contact you. Um, and and we start working together. Am I in my area? Is that where I'm I'm looking, or is this a really broad based uh, availability, or how does that work? Well, there are probates in every every city, every county. One thing I will say is the leads are sourced locally, because um, it is it is a probate always happens in the county and where the property was owned. Okay. So if you live in Florida, but the property is in Kentucky. Right. Then the probate's going to be in Kentucky. In theory, yes, you can do this a virtual uh, investing, just like you would do any other any other type of investing. Right. Probate is a lead source, and this is the part you really need to understand: is that 
there is a never ending stream of leads with probates. It's the cycle of life. You know, right. it, it, there's nothing good, bad, or indifferent about it. It's, it's just the cycle of life. So stop and think about this for a minute. If you're working any lead source, it's going to depend on, you know, right now, you know, it's been the, the foreclosures weren't a thing because of the way COVID and everything. Sure. Probate, probates, people pass away every single month. So you have a, a group of people that need your help this month. Next week, there's a guaranteed source of leads. The next month and the next month after that. So your goal is to build a list, depending on where you live, uh, of you know approximately a year's worth of leads. Wow. And then you... As some fall off, the house properties get sold, others mm -hmm. get added. It really is an endless stream of leads. You know exactly where they are and you know, you know they're going to be there. And all you have to do is get good at the at talking to people, which is like I said, it really is just as easy as I showed you. And you can add probates to whatever your existing lead sources are, and but you've got this guaranteed source of leads over here. I mean, right. that's the thing, guaranteed. Yeah, so this is this is actually a, a perfect opportunity for investors and uh, brokers alike. Am I correct? Alike. Yeah. Yes, yes. And I will tell you this: I've been working in real estate in some form, one business or another, since 1998. And I can tell you, there are almost no agents or brokers that focus on this. There are a few, but if almost none, you'll have almost no competition. So wow. I tell agents out there. You're missing the boat. You need to what? jump. You need to jump on this. Yeah, I, and I think you alluded to it or mentioned it, talked about it earlier. Uh, why is that? I mean, you know, is is it just that feeling of I don't want to touch that. I don't want to venture into that uh, that area because X, Y, and Z, uh, or is it just not known about? I mean, I, I think it's both. I think it's that they don't know about it. And I think for most people, they just don't understand the psychology behind it. Okay. And that's one of the things I teach a lot is the psychology. What What is the seller's mindset? And then from an investor or the agent, what? how do we fix your mindset around this? Because all you really need to understand is that they need our help. Right. And it's not weird. It's you're not taking advantage of anybody, because if you're a good real estate investor, you're never taking advantage of anybody. Exactly. I cannot tell you how many times I've told people I'm not your best option. You need to list this property. And then if for some reason it doesn't sell, because there's nothing wrong with this property, it's not distressed. Right. You don't have any distress in your life. Like I call them time and circumstances problems. Right. If you're parent dies and they're on the east coast and you're a busy professional on the west coast you may be perfectly willing to take a lower price for uh, time and circumstances a lot of people do that and there's nothing wrong with that so long as you make it a win-win for both people but in general if the house especially in today's market you can sell pretty much any decent house on the mls now if it's really distressed the family's not going to want to put their money into that property to get it ready to sell on the MLS, even if they have the money, which many times they don't. Because remember, sometimes when people get older, they have uh, they have bills. They maybe taken a home equity line of credit on their home, or they decided to buy a new car, or they've got credit card debt. 
whatever these bills are. Plus, if with the property, uh, depending on where you live, if it's so cold, if cold and it, you're in Chicago, you're going to have heat bills. Sure. If you're in Florida, you got to cut the grass. But whatever, <laughs> whatever that is, you, there are expenses that come along with this home, even if there is no mortgage and no, none of that kind of debt. Right. But um, remember too that from the perspective of the executor or the the administrator, the the decision maker here, they've got um, they've got bills to pay. There may be hospital bills. There may be right. nursing home bills. So they want to assets, boats, anything, real property that has to be sold that's not willed or directed to someone. They'll sell all that thing, all of those things. They'll put the money in a pot. And then they the next thing that happens is they'll pay the creditors. That would also include a probate attorney if they have a probate right. attorney. All these people have to be paid. So it's very much a business proposition. And while they're they're sad, they just want to get it over with. They just want to be done. Yeah, I really I really loved what you said right at the top of this 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 part is I'm not your best option. Uh, mm -hmm. That that's just so transparent and and so yeah. honest. Um, and, and it basically, in my opinion, having worked with with realtors almost my whole life, uh, it, it 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 leads that next step on its own by basically saying they're going to think, well, what, what are my options? I mean, you're saying mm -hmm. I'm not the best option. What are my options? You know, mm -hmm. I, and you give them that first option. List the home. It's a wonderful home. And, you know, and, well, and, and here's an here's another thing to think about for anyone that's an investor agent. Mm -hmm. I've talked to several people lately that have built a hybrid real estate business where they have one side where it's the agency, the broker and the, you know, the agents and all of that. And the other side is uh, real estate investors. Mm -hmm. This is something even five years ago that was very tough to do in a lot of places. There were laws, they didn't like it. The board of realtors got involved. They, they said, no, you can't do both. But today in so many areas, you can do both. And with the blessing of your board of realtors, you can wow. offer these people an option, um, you know, maybe you go out and look at it as an investor. If you say, mm -hmm. if they say we can't come to an agreement, say, why don't we do this? How about if I send some out, let's do, uh, let's do uh, comps, let's do a market analysis. Right. Let's see what your options are here. Let's just see what happens. I'm always your fallback plan, yeah. but they are working consecu consecutively out of the same office. Wow. So so you're really saying you go from maybe the investor to the agent for the listing agent. Mm -hmm. Is that what you're That's, saying? Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, that I, to me if uh, and I'm and I'm you know I'm saying if you're you're at any level uh in your real estate career, uh that's a golden opportunity. It's a golden opportunity. It's, I call it double dipping. Yeah, yeah you can right. you, you have a solution so you're and you one thing I would caution you is don't send out a mail piece where you give all your options. If you if you go at it from an investor standpoint, remember there are a lot of people who will not want to, they, for whatever reason, they've been through a, a time with their loved one. They don't want a bunch of people walking through the house. So right off the bat, they don't really understand that they know they're going to get less, but maybe they don't understand how much less. Right. So I tell people show up as the investor. That's the way I think it works best. But yeah. that's my that's my opinion. That just show makes up total as sense. The, 
yeah. show up as the investor and then say, because there's nothing sleazy about doing it this way. You're open. And if you are a broker or an agent, when you, in almost every area I know of, you have to disclose that when you show up. But you might say, um, I'm Tim Calloway. I'm a real estate broker, but I'm here today to look at your house for the purpose of buying your property. I'm not here to, I'm not here today to list your property. I'm here to buy right. your property. Then you go through, you make your offer. And then you say, well, you know, it, it doesn't seem like we can, uh, come to a number that works for both of us for an investment property. You do want to try to list it. Let's just do that. It might be you or it might be someone else. There is a way to say it to be completely legal, completely transparent, which I believe in always. Yes, huge. And, uh, and to gain their trust and to make them understand we're looking for a solution for you that works for you. Maybe your your goal is to not have to put $30,000 in the property, $40,000, and just be done with it. Just walk away. Yeah. Take what you want, and I will even dispose of what you don't want. You don't even have to do that because that's a big thing they get hung up on. Throwing away mom's sofa oh, or dad's yeah. TV. Sure. You know how that is. It's agonizing. Yeah. It has no monetary value, but there's sentimental value. So if, if I can say to you, Tim... Take take what you want. Find you know all the you know mementos, pictures, right. any furniture you want, and then when you're done, just call me and I will come and take care of the rest. If we have things that can be donated, I'm big on donating to like homeless shelters or wherever. Um, there's lots of organizations, or if it needs to be just junked out, we never say that to them. Yeah, then right. Then that's what we do. We I will take care of it for you. Cool. Now, if you're a wholesaler, or you're going to sell that property to a let's say to a rehabber or to a buy and hold landlord, you just that's just a repair uh, item on your list, the right. dumpster and the clean out. Right. So. You and I are not personally going in there and cleaning out that property, but that's just, it's part of the offer. You reduce your offer like by the amount of that cost, like you would for repairs. It's, it's a, it's a service that they love. And it's a service that they're going to one way or another have to do or have right. to, you know, have to acquire. Um, mm -hmm. And you, you come in offering the answers and the availability of it. And, and especially at a time where they don't want to think about that. They don't, don't want to think about it. They don't want to think. They about are it. just done. They're just. They just want to be done. Yeah. This, this is this is obviously a, a fantastic opportunity. So let's talk about your course a little bit. Let's, let's talk about what it takes to get into the course and, mm -hmm. and you know where to where do folks start if they're interested in uh, going this direction. Well, they can they can look at the course at probateinvestingsimplified.com. Okay. It's a comprehensive six-week course. It's a self-study course. Um, we do have I do have calls that go along with it. And people say all the time, can't I just get it all today? And I tell them no, because I'm the person that likes to skip from point A to point D. I like <laughs> to get right to the action part. Right. So <laughs> I know you, I know who you are out there because I'm that person. Yeah. You need right. to learn the foundational pieces. What makes the difference when you take this course and you show up at a property is that you know all of the middle. You understand the terminology. You understand how the process works. You understand the mindset, a go-over mindset. I teach you how to market to these people. I teach you all of that, but it's over. So it's actually six modules. So it's actually five weeks. 
but I want you to study and like in module one, they're going to talk about where do you get the leads? Remember when I said there are over 3,300 counties in the U.S. Right. and every county is different? You That is something, that is a magic button I don't have for you. Yeah. For in my area, they are in the newspaper, which sounds really old school, Tim, <laughs> but it has all four pieces of information that you need to work in probates. Wow. You just need four pieces, the name and address of the deceased and the name and address of the executor or the personal representative. So some areas they're online. God bless the people in New Jersey. You're going to have to go to the courthouse in some areas, right. but most places you can get them another way. And that just takes a little bit of checking around, um, you know, places like Illinois, they're just online. If you're in Texas, they're online. Many places, <clears throat> they're just online and you download them. But that's, but I want people to know that if you show up at a property, remember these people don't have any idea what this probate's about either. They're as confused right. as everybody is. If you can show up as a knowledgeable person and they view you as the expert, they're going to choose you every time over the next guy. They just are because you, you show up as the expert. So that's why I, I just insist that people go through module by module by module. And then we get to module six, and that's actually the fifth week. Um, then I unlock all the bonuses, which I have uh, mail merge ready letters in there for both agents and investors. So all you have to do when you get your leads is drop them into a spreadsheet with the same fields, you know, executor right. will be executor. It will all mail merge up. And then um, you can it, you can scale this so easily now. Back, back in the olden days, Tim, when I was doing this, we actually did the direct mail in the office. Oh, yeah. Because it was uh, I know all at that about time, <laughs> yeah, uh, a white computer-generated mail merge letter was about $1.50. And that yeah. was when stamps were 30 cents, 30-some cents. Yeah. What are they, 50-some cents now? Sure. And you can get a letter for under a dollar. I will guarantee you. You cannot do this as cheaply in-house as you can outsource it. And right. I have resources for that. So now you can build a business that where you can do what you do best, which is go talk to people and close deals rather right. than doing all the things we were forced to do because it was prohibitively expensive at that time. Yeah. And I, and I see you've got some, uh, you've got some fantastic videos on your site, um, on your mm -hmm. personal site, the probateinvestingsimplified.com. Mm -hmm. And, you know, would you encourage people to, to maybe start there, Head, you know, if, if they just want to kind of uh, do their due diligence, uh, watch your videos and kind of get an idea of, of what this is all about, even more than what they've heard today, which in my yeah, opinion would, is enough. <laughs> well, go over to the blog, the okay. Louisville Gals Real Estate blog, the Probate Investing Simplified is the course site. It will tell you all about the course. Okay. But Louisville Gals Real Estate blog, there's a link off of gotcha. there. For the podcast, which you can also get on Apple or uh, Let's Talk Real Estate Investing, anywhere right. that you see. But go to the blog. You can Google. Um, I'm pretty good about keywords. You can put in the search bar probate, probate investing, marketing. Start there. And I have a great resource for you, which is free. It's on this homepage of the site. It's called the Probate Investing Starter Kit. 100% yeah. free. It will give you a sample probate letter. It will give you a graphic of the straight line probate process. 
So you just tack that up on your wall for when you forget. And <laughs> it's some sense of, well, let's face it, we all do that when we're we learning. So yeah, we do it. Uh, but I made that graphic so it so that you see it's not it's not hard. You don't have to know the terminology like an attorney. You do need to know basic terms, and yeah. uh, but you'll learn. I'll teach you that. Um, and it's so that you can speak to these people with confidence so that you, when you show up, you know what you're doing. You feel like the expert, but right. there is a ton of stuff on my blog. Yeah, I see this here. Well, that's, that's fantastic. There is, there is a ton of stuff. And uh, I think anybody who's interested in, in, in probate investing or uh, looking into the market, you're the first person they should be contacting for sure. Uh, I think I have over 900 pieces of content on that blog. So it's wow. it's really it's really heavy at this point, but you can search for what you want. I have a lot of expert interviews over there. Um, you can pretty much find whatever you want over there, but start there with probates. Start there. I talk about marketing, uh, consistency, marketing plans. You should have a written marketing plan, by the way. For sure. Uh, but, yeah, this is uh, great advice. I mean, uh, yeah. I can't imagine anybody... Uh, either the novice, and I'll 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 be the first to tell you, even experts themselves may not be an expert in everything, may not be an expert in probate itself, but you know maybe they're an expert investor. But definitely something everybody should uh, take a look at. Sharon, it's been great having you on the show. I hope you've enjoyed it. It's been very informative for me, and I know the listeners. I can't imagine anybody not thinking this is uh, worth going to the site and checking it out and contacting you. Any last well, thank words? Thank you, Tim. Yeah. Uh, just yeah, just take take action. Um, right. I I would encourage you to when you're thinking about adding probates or any other strategy to your business to do a little uh, future future casting. Mm -hmm. Look out twelve months from now, and ask yourself, Am I going to wish I'd taken action on whatever it is I'm not taking action on? And hopefully that will be probates because nowhere else is there such a guaranteed source of leads as you will right. find with probates. But look, look out 12 months from now and whatever you're not taking action on as uh, I think Brian Tracy wrote the, the book, eat that frog. Yeah. Just, just do it. Just, just do it. Just, yeah. just do it. Brian Tracy, uh, very wise. I used to almost every day listening to, to Brian Tracy and what he had. Mm -hmm. So great advice, Sharon. Once again, thank you for being on the show. Have a great week. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Tim. All right. Bye-bye.